Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I, we break down two shows from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows that were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows and counting that we will be studying. Let's get this out of the way. First of all, hi, Kate. Hi. Okay, we've said hi. Now we need to get in. <laughs> I. Okay, listeners, you have to understand. Kate and I, as you know, we have a golden rule. Hashtag save for potty. Kate and I do not... Um. I just realized I'm looking in this Zoom video and I just look like a lemon. I, anyway, I look like I'm wearing a yellow jumper and I look like a lemon. And my friend dyed my hair and it's orange, a la like Katie from Vanderpump Rules, which had orange <laughs> hair. But we'll go into that later. Anyway, and I actually kind of like it. Anyway, so guys, we have a golden rule of hashtag soap party. Kate and I do not discuss any of the shows before we can get on the pod and we can really get into it. We don't text. We don't do anything. No. Now, we were queuing this up. We were chatting and the words were trickling out of our mouths and we had to go, no, wait for the pod. No, wait for the pod. Swallow it back down. I mean, we're always excited to record for the potty, but always this week we are just chomping at the bit to talk about this show, which I told you is good. And I'm so glad you agree. Guys, you honestly have no clue when we span the wheel of shame last week kate said oh i know this show i've watched it and i'm like oh okay so because kate and i obviously 
it is our it's what we do for our potty but we also free time that we do have we apparently watch more TLC but um yeah. I was like okay so I started watching it and Kate and I had kind of gone and said we're gonna um do this episode this episode this episode I watched everything and listener you know I do a lot of fast forwarding. <laughs> there are weeks when I just don't watch a show. I mean, I just can't bring when it was bridal or baby. I just went, no. But I watched every episode of this show and how fucking glorious it is. And Kate, let's just get into it. Do you want to read the synopsis? Let's get into yes. our first show. Yes. Okay. This Hit. is how TLC describes our first show, which is called... You, me, and my ex. Okay. Follow five couples as they deal with an ex who is still intricately connected to their past partner and very much a part of their daily lives. Viewers will watch these couples navigate the uncomfortable and awkward moments. Okay. Doesn't do it any justice. I could, I would write a soliloquy or something about this because it doesn't do it justice what this show is. Now, listeners, we are going to warn you before we get into this, it's extremely complicated and there's like a hundred names. So we're going to be, I mean, we're not clear at the best of times, but we're going to try and be even like as clear as we possibly can on this because as Kate said in the synopsis so there's five couples that we're going to be Mm -hmm. looking at and every couple obviously we have the main couple and then we have an ex but then there's other ones that have like other the new spouses and blah blah blah. so we're just going to go step by step but first of all I watched the entire thing this was released in 2021 only a year ago I'd never heard of it Kate you evidently had um and it's pure platinum it is I put TLC pure platinum guys if you haven't seen this yet this isn't like the this isn't like oh it's it, it's good because it's kind of cringy and rubbish it's good because the content is reality tv gold it is think of your favorite season of 90 day fiance it's right up there it is so entertaining the casting, Kate, the casting is what we have been calling out to TLC for to get their shit together on for 90 Day because the way they cast this show, impeccable. Whoever was casting in that period of time for mm. this show, for UK, mm. I mean, those people have it. They have they it. They do. Kate. I, who do you have on first on the list? It's so hard to go through. There are couples that we are going to have a lot more to say than others. Um, and yes. guys, we are going to rush. We're not going to rush through this, but we're going to be efficient because we have so much to say. We could literally talk for hours about this. Um, okay. Which one do you want to do? The first, let's see, where to begin? I don't know if I want to start with them. I know let's- because I wanted to start with, I have Jerry first, but I'm like, we can't start with Jerry, can we? I know. Let's just get the like least insane okay. one out of the way. Um, Josh, Danielle, Jennifer, yes. Chantel. Okay. Let's talk about them. Now guys, this is the least insane as Kate just said. I want you to understand that. So we have Jennifer and Chantel are a couple. Okay. And by the way, I love how they set this up. They're all sat on the sofa. Very typical TLC. We know this. We've seen this. So we have Jennifer and Chantel are a couple. Okay. Jennifer was married to Josh and had a baby with Josh. Josh also has a baby with his new wife. 
Jennifer, his and her wife are getting pregnant by him. So he has three women there that he is impregnated. One of them is his ex-wife's new girlfriend. <laughs> That's the least insane one. That's the, the least... least insane one. <laughs> I um, Kate, it. They're, so they're all just lined up and he, his sperm is in all three of them or has been at <laughs> some point. So yep. we open up with um, Jennifer and Chantel talking about how um, Chantel's trying to get pregnant. So we're using Josh's sperm. And right now it's like this shaky cam. They're like, right now, Josh and his current wife, they're having um, they're having sex to try and so they can bring the sperm over. and We can put it into Chantel. So hopefully she gets pregnant and then he will have impregnated all three of us. <sighs> Yeah, because they turkey basted it. Yes, at, at home. At home. Yeah, at home. And it wasn't. So it starts off, and it isn't taking at first. Unfortunately for Chantel, she's not getting pregnant. Um, eventually it does though. It does work, and she gets pregnant. Um, and I, there wasn't a major amount of conflict. We're going to get into the insane conflicts we have in the other couples. There mm-hmm. wasn't a huge amount of conflict. What they kind of discussed in their whole storyline was, um. You know, the fact that, well, Josh, are you going to be part of this child's life? Because they they also all live near each other, not together, but they're all in each other's lives constantly. The When, when the synopsis says they're all awkwardly in each other's lives, these people are so in each other's lives. It's ridiculous. Like some of them will see, but they all live near each other. They all hang out. Um, you know, they have they a kid. Together. Two kids. Or, oh, yeah. Right, because we've got Chantel and we've got Jennifer and Josh's kid, and then Josh and his new wife's kid, and now Chantel and Josh's what kid is good biological. The exes, but the exes have one kid, so that keeps Correct. them connected, right? Like Correct. they're friend, they're friendly, they're co-parenting. That's so true. That's, that's true. like a legit reason to still talk to each other. But then, no, yeah, they're that they're true, just that's true. They're and just, yeah. They're, yeah, they're hanging out and, you know, Josh is like, well, I, I'm, am I going to be the father? And they're like, well, no, you were just the sperm donor and we're, it's, you know, the child's parents. And he's like, well, I don't know, like, should I be in the delivery room? No, you shouldn't be in the delivery room. I think we can answer that quite a way. So they're having like conversations like this. It's not big arguments. It's not fights, but it's just like, uh, no. Anyway, Chantal gets pregnant. She's getting bigger and bigger. And there is this very interesting relationship going on between Jennifer, who is Chantel's wife, and Josh's current wife. Okay. So Josh's ex-wife, Chantel, and his current wife. They're very friendly, like very friendly. Mm-hmm. And they like to drink and they like to party. She mentions that many times. Man- well, you know, I met her and I was just like, oh, she's great. She loves to party. She loves to drink. So Chantel's tummy is like, oh, she's like eight months pregnant. I've never been pregnant, but I can imagine ha- the discomfort, right? And they're like, all right, we're all going out for one last hurrah. Mm-hmm. And Chantel's like, well, I can't drink. I'm really uncomfortable. And Josh is like, I don't really want to do this either. But Jennifer and the other wife are like, no, no, no we're going to go out. So they go to this spot. They're in Tampa, Florida. Of course, Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
they go to this bar and it's kind of on the beach and Chantel is just miserable sat there and Josh is like I know what's coming I know what's coming and these two are like up at the bar frantically telling everyone oh you want to know how weird we are this is the da da and this is my ex-husband and this is the, and his sperm is in her and da-da-da. and they're just all like oh, oh, oh they're telling everyone and Josh and Chantel yeah. are like they do this all the time and it's so annoying it was as though Jennifer was really proud to be just have something to talk about to be a little bit different I don't know it was weird those two together that was what I remembered the most about this couple was that scene at the bar and yeah. how they were just drunk and just look at us look at us we're such a weird modern family and isn't it funny and everyone they were telling was like okay yeah they were all like well uh, uh, okay cool let's get shots let's get shots it's like yeah your your wife's pregnant dude just go home with like it was very odd anyway yeah they're getting their booze on then they get to a scene where they're all sat around a campfire Chantel's just drinking like sparkling water because she's pregnant and miserable and Josh doesn't want to be there and then obviously the crew had got some women and men over to come and sit with them and be like yes listen to our kooky story (laughs) and so they start telling their story and this one woman, of course. Well, I have very Midwestern views. Uh oh. Uh oh, Spadudio. <laughs> Not what Polly wants to hear. And she goes, and I just think, you know, I don't know if that's right. And I think it's a bit unusual. And I think, and just was like, Josh knew full well this had all been set up, but he couldn't say that by the crew. And he's just like, uh, he's like, I'm done. And he get him and Chantel get up, storm off and drive home. And those two are left at the bar, like these bar flies downing shots. And I'm like, what is their relationship? Because I'm not buying a lot of this. I don't know what's going on. And I don't want to be presumptuous, but something's going on there. I can see them getting really drunk and making out. Or absolutely. Something. As you said it, absolutely. A hundred percent. Oh, I isn't think this that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely. what it is. Absolutely. So, I mean, honestly, they, and then the baby, there's a lot of complications when Chantel goes into labor, which was very scary, but luckily the baby is born fine. Chantel's fine. They're all a big family. So mm-hmm. they were, honestly, they were a bit too normal for this show. They were just a bit too normal because they genuinely were decent people. They cared about yeah. each other. Um, and Josh was doing a favor and all the siblings would then be half siblings. And it was all kind of nice, really. It was. He ends up being very reasonable at the end. In the end, he says, you know, I'm not this child's parent, but I will you know, support the child and support them. And his mom is really sweet. And she's like, I don't need a title of grandma. I just want to be around and I won't treat the child any differently than my other, than any grandkids I have and blah, blah, blah. It was nice. It was nice. So it was good. So we'll get them out of the way because that's the most stable family and least, least complicated. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Hey, pick who's next. Cause I don't know where you want to go. Okay, I want to go to and what is her name? Okay, John, April, Lauren, and oh, Roy. Wedding dress. That's all I need to say. It's by the way, Kate. I'm I'm going through this. Have you seen it all? Because I watched all of it. Yeah, I had seen oh, it did. all. That's what I thought. I just, okay. To prepare for this, I only really 
watch the ones that I got it. Got it. Because I was just suddenly like, I've just realized I watched it. I don't know if okay. (laughs) April, known as Tits and Lips. That's all I the pillar. The the pillar. This woman appears on our screen with lips a little bit fuller, filler. By the end of the season, the lips are nearly the size of her tits. And her tits are like Pamela Anderson, early 90s, so high up, they're practically touching her clavicle. She gets into a way, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm getting ahead of myself. There's April. April was married to Roy, okay? They lived in a house. Roy is in the military and was stationed in California. He goes over there. John, <laughs> John is her next door neighbor, okay? John and his wife are her next door neighbor. Yeah. Apparently, John knocks on the door one day and says, uh, hey, I mow your lawn. Can I come in and mow your lawn? And she said, oh, you know, it was just so nice. I said, could I Could I make you dinner? I'm sorry. He has a wife. Uh, is everyone just ignore? Anyway, John and his wife end up separating, apparently before anything happens. And mm-hmm. April and Roy separate, and then those two get together. Kate, they didn't directly, like, why was nobody saying directly you two had an affair? Because they evidently did. Well, Roy was basically mm-hmm. saying it towards the end. He's like, with how everything went down, and he says, I came home, and I walk into my kitchen, and he's sitting in there. So he basically caught them. I think maybe she didn't know he was going to be home that day or something. That's what she said. She said he, she had called him in California while he was stationed and said, we're over, we're done. And he said, I told nobody I was coming home. He goes, and I walked into my house and saw John sat at my kitchen table. Can you imagine the shock on April's face? Not that it would be able to move because the lips were taking up so much blood that the face cut guys this the transformation of this woman is unbelievable so the first scene is so misleading as many of these scenes are because we see april in the car driving with two kids being like who's gonna hug him first oh i can't wait for him to get back he's gonna this is april i can't wait to see him i want to hug him first i'm the one that mated with him i want to have it and they go and rush and they're picking up the ex-husband and i'm like oh wow okay that's your ex-husband. And she's like, come here with these rock. You know, these were these, I'm sorry, I'm so obsessed with the breast implants because they were those 90s hard ones. They're very hard. High and round and hard. Very hard. Up to a clavicle. I mean, that's how high up this doctor put them. And so she runs to him and like is hugging him and just, I'm like, okay. Then we get back and we see they get back to the house and at the house is john april's new husband that she definitely had an affair with and john's ex-wife is sat there and she's like oh this has been fun you know chatting with my ex-husband and i'm like okay because the kicker of this is (laughs) sorry i know this is convoluted john's now ex-wife is best friends with april yeah so Let's get this. Kate and I are married to guys. We live next door to each other. I have an affair with Kate's husband. We get, I marry the husband. I'm with her husband now. And then I become best friends with her. And Roy is just sat there 
like a lame duck, like being like, you all cheat, you cheated. And then you condoned it by becoming best friends with my wife. Like it's bizarre, Kate. But she is still, April is still besties with Roy and they go and get matching tattoos. This is so fucked up. So you're you're watching this being like, I feel so sorry for Roy. I feel so sorry for Roy, which you always do, by the way. Yeah. But she is playing these men like a, we're not even going to get to what happens at the end yet, like a fiddle because she comes in like kate says she goes oh john guess what i got like smirking i got a tattoo me and rock me and roy got matching tattoos he's like you got a tattoo with your ex-husband matching she goes yeah but it's of our son so then she goes on to say i couldn't get over this she goes we have our finances are still the same we have two bank accounts two joint bank accounts she said we um I trust him with finances. I'm sure this is this couple I'm thinking of. I hope it is. Um, and we, when we go away together for business, we stay in the same hotel room. Can you explain that to me? Man, hang they, on, this, this can't be no. the right one because he's in the military. These are the New Jersey people This is people New Jersey one. About. I'm talking about the wrong one. Sorry, guys. Put a pin in that. No, but she's very friendly with him. She's, she is saying, you know, we do have a lot. We do do finances together. I remember that was it. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you know we have children that she's it's like she runs to one side of the room with Roy and then runs back to her husband and she fucking loves it Kate she, she loves, loves it loves it she loves the attention that's that is her sunshine keeping her alive like just she's, male attention and the tension this, between it yeah she's this tiny little thing works her body out and like I say spends a lot of money on getting this you know this perfect body that she sees it and and she's, I feel as though she's just this manipulator at the center of this storm. And she loves seeing the chaos it creates because she's this best friend of hers is the wife of the, she destroyed her marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And they have sexual tension too, I think. They absolutely have sexual tension. I think that uh, Kate and I do like to say everybody has sexual tension, but I do <laughs> Brothers, sisters, sons, daughter. I do think there's that you're right. You're absolutely right. April and didn't even get the woman's name. That's how Lauren. Lauren, okay. They have sexual tension, but because this Lauren's just like, you're so amazing and you know I'm your best friend. And I'm thinking, okay. And then Lauren, it seems like Lauren and um April are both in the same line of being like, look, we knew we weren't happy in our marriages. I mean, we knew that. We knew that. We knew that. And when, you know, and when John came in and he was telling me he wasn't happy in his marriage and she sat there having this conversation and her best friend, who was the wife, is sat there going, yeah, yeah. It's bonkers. So what else happens? We have the the tattoo. And then she tells Roy that her and John are going to have a marriage ceremony because they got married, just the two of them at the courthouse or whatever. They eloped. Yes. Probably because she was embarrassed about how it all played out to her friends and family uh, and stuff, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And um, Roy says, yeah, I didn't even know you got, had gotten married until I saw one of your prescription bottles <gasps> with your new name on it. That was it, Kate. and so she's telling Roy well will you come will you come to our marriage will you come to our wedding 
you're my best friend. I want you uh, there. And she's gaslighting him about oh, being upset about it. She's like, well, sick. why wouldn't you come? Why wouldn't you come? And he's uh, like, why would I come? Yeah. She just kept being like, oh, stop. That's it. That's what she did. Oh, I remember this now when you're saying gaslighting. When, uh, let me get this right. When her current husband, John, is mm-hmm. like, look, you can't hang out with Roy so much. Her answer was, you know what? John really needs to get over it. He's being so ridiculous. Oh, it. sorry. Izzy, this is your ex-husband. You don't need to be hanging out with your ex-husband. You just don't. You're going on dinner dates with him practically. You're getting matching tattoos. It's ridiculous. She can't stand the thought of Roy not wanting her or anyone not wanting her and not being attracted to her. Absolutely. And it it goes with everything she does. Everything she does is to Mm -hmm. make sure that whoever she's around wants to fuck her and wants to be... And she doesn't care about anyone's feelings except her own. And so she's doing all this insane mm-hmm. shit. And then she's mm-hmm. gaslighting everyone around her so that she doesn't get called out on it. And this Roy is a broken man, may He's I add. Broken. broken. He's so devastated by this betrayal. I mean, he really is. I can't remember the timeline. I wish I did of how long ago it happened. But he finds this. He gets told. Four years. Four, oh, that's not a long time, right? No. For, it, for him to be told, hey, um, I don't want to be married to you anymore. He comes home, finds another man in his house. Then she's like, no, nothing happened. Kept telling him nothing happened, I'm sure. Then she secretly gets married, which he finds out by seeing a prescription bottle. So he's dealing with all of this trauma, all of this trauma, right? And then she's saying, oh, you won't even come to my wedding to see me get married to the guy I had an affair with. You're so awful. She's so hey. fucked up. I wouldn't be surprised if she was sleeping with all three of them and not telling anyone. <laughs> yeah. Or at least sleeping with Roy. Oh my God, I love that idea. Uh, well, Kate, did you? Well, oh, hang on, let's get keep going. So, okay, because I've got to say something about that. So they get that, you're right. And then and then John's like, let's get married again. So then we have this scene of her getting her wedding dress and they're telling the people in the wedding shop, my maid of honor is Lauren. She's like, yeah, she. this is my best friend. And she's picking her wedding dress to get married to my ex-husband. Uh, oh, well, by the way, we forgot to mention they all have houses like in a row to each other. They mm-hmm. all like ended up buying houses like next. Oh, it's, it's psychotic. And I'm also like, where was the kid when all these this affair stuff was going on? Ugh, it's messed up. She didn't okay. give a fuck. She That's didn't care. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck. So yeah, they, she gets the wedding dress. Did you have anything else about uh, the? Because I didn't watch this episode. Okay, okay, no, not much about. So it's just that whole wedding scene, and this is when Lauren breaks a little bit. You see her being like, I mean, yeah, you know, it, it is a bit strange that it's my ex husband, but I'm just so happy for April. I'm just so happy for April. I love it. She is obsessed with her. It's so because she's definitely having sex with her. Let's just say it now. Definitely having sex. <laughs> We know it. And um, so we see this and we get to the wedding. So the whole big drama is that Roy's saying, I'm not going to come. By the way, he's in the military and deployed in a different state. So he, I'm sure it'd be d- tricky to get time off and things like that anyway. Um, yeah. By the way, they had a drink in their hand in every scene. Did you notice that? Most of these couples yeah. did, but yes. Yeah, I oh, watched yeah. it and it was whiskey. It was bourbon. It was like vodka. It was always oh, a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the wedding. Kate, do you remember offhand this dress? 
Okay. Describe it. I have never. Guys, we are going to put this on our Instagram because you have no, I, I, I didn't know if you'd remember this. My first line of notes is wows of the wedding dress. We see her come out. She has chosen, of course, a strapless thing, right? With a corset on the top. <laughs> but Kate, because whatever Groupon breast job, boob job she had done was done so poorly and the breasts begin under her clavicle this i have honestly i cannot put into words this dress just covered her nipples kate i'm trying to pull it up i'm dying to see you have no and and listeners you have no understanding look google april you me and your ex wedding dress the the top of the corset covers her areoli areola areola barely barely that when she walked out in that dress i was like there you go have you seen it i saw that and i saw something else okay hang on put a pin in that hang on okay pin in that she comes out and of course she's got all the back tattoos showing that she had with roy anyway she comes out (laughs) And she's loving it, center of everything. And she's like, oh, this is so amazing. And the lips have been blown up even more for the wedding. And they were so big that they, they, they become like discolored when women get these fillers in her, their lips too much. It's a really weird coloring they get. It's like if you've had too much salt or something, it goes like white. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it. So she has these lips that are now twice the size from the season starting. Anyway, they get the wedding and then she sees Roy, this man if you could see someone so disheveled and destroyed as this man watching them do their first dance and she she has him front and center staring at them doing their first dance and he literally looks like he's got his tie is like kind of off he's got a beer in his hand and just hate in his eyes it's awful it's awful so anyway then they have a scene which ended up being really awful of April sitting down to speak with Roy. Now, what she does is she gets her wedding dress and they're on these big steps outside of a house. And it's part, it's it's the time for the party afterwards, the reception. But she's away with Roy and she sits on these steps. This is the screenshot we're going to show you. And what she's doing is her body is she's kind of leaning over. So the cameraman is basically, is the entire breast and part the beginning of the nipple her tits are falling this, whoever said this dress is a dress she should have worn to her wedding i have never seen anything like it and she has that when you get a bad boob job and the boobs there's like a bit in the middle like mm-hmm. they really the spread space. apart the space so they're just massive and they are falling out of this dress which i'm sure she loved because roy's standing there looking right on it yep. and she's leaning over and the tits are coming out of the dress of her wedding dress it looks so poorly fitted i can't even tell you and roy's going she then ends up going the first thing she says is i'm really hurt and roy's like I came. She goes, but you didn't have to make such a fuss of all of this. You could. She just like goes in, lays into this poor guy. The audacity, the audacity, audacity. And yeah, so she's just going off on him, and he's like, "Look, I'm. I don't know what you want from me." And she goes, "Look, I just need you. I need you to be really happy for me and John." And all of this, like, you're in my life. You're never not going to be in my life. You're always going to be in my life, but. I need you to be a lot happier for us. Kate, it was horrible. Oh, fucked up. And she just turned around and said, I'm really upset with you. And he was like, I, 
I'm here. Do you know how hard this was? She's like, well, you should have put me through all this. She goes, do you know, I couldn't even sleep for the past couple of nights worried if you were going to come or not. Imagine John watching this being like, I, what the fuck are you saying to him? But he, I don't, he's so weak. I don't know. But yeah, this happens. But Kate, I don't know what you're going to read, but I do have to say the last thing that happens. The wedding takes place. Her tits manage to stay in the dress. And then we get a, it fades to black. And it, t- is this what you've read, Kate? Okay. Or it no, says, I'm just excited for you to say Okay. That. Fades to black. And then it gives you an update on where the couple is now, right? Oh, the, the update on the previous couple, everything was fine. But this one, so it says, April is still best friends with Lauren, happily married to John. I don't know what that says. And now goes on bi-monthly or twice-monthly, however it was phrased, um, visits to California on her own to visit Roy. Ugh. To fuck him. Sorry. Why? Why is she going across the country to go and visit him, Kate, twice a month? It is so unclear On to her me. own. I think that uh, the only explanation I can think of is that they have an open relationship, but they're just not saying that on the show. I'm like, are they just swingers? Like, I, uh, but John is so, John is such a like, uptight kind of guy i i can't really even see i can't really see him uh, allowing that i think she is a fantastic manipulator yeah i think she has wild sex and i think he obviously loves that Mm -hmm. and i think that's what keeps him and keeps and she just goes look i'm going to go and see roy by the way it says on her own not taking the kids she goes twice a month to california to visit her ex-husband why twice a month why that is so much that's so often (laughs) i i i was in shock when i read that i think that she just gives this john a ton of blowjobs really great sex and then manipulates the shit out of him and is like listen you can't keep me away from him i've known him for so long and i just want to go and hang out and he goes okay he's the father of my kid something like that it's something uh, like that. It's so bad. And anyway, then you know she goes out there and just plays with Roy's feelings oh, and is like, oh, gosh, we oh. had such a great time. To, Do like, you remember? Being, Do you remember? remember? And she wears like little hot pants around or something. Oh, I, know, I yeah. know what she's She is. So, Kate, what did you read when you just Googled that wedding dress? Uh, the scene of her and Lauren taking a bath together. I knew I I knew there was a reason why I thought that they had sexual tension and it's because they took a bath together on camera (laughs) I had totally forgotten they did it because of course they have a podcast I mean what moron has a podcast nowadays idiots Uh, and um (laughs) they do a podcast being something something like my ex and Kate you know what that would be great publicity for us we need to get on a a TLC show about morons that have podcasts that about reality shows i know somehow we've got to figure somehow that we can plug it because these two plug their podcast and it's about un unusual parenting or something like that so they plug yeah. the podcast then they were like we need to do a shoot for our podcast let's get in a bath together and he walks in john walks in john. 
and she goes oh oh i mean you have had sex with both of us she's just she is something no. else listen i gotta say that type of sexual power i admire and aspire to i'm not gonna lie i really do i've got to be i've got to i i she can walk she can wrap any of these men around her little finger which she and evidently women. does and women oh and women let's not forget and lauren women. worships her <sighs> april teachers teachers april april if the circumstances were different, I'd respect it. But she's know, just but doing she's these. Awful. She's doing these people so dirty. Oh, I know she is. It's this Roy. He's broken, dude. Oh, his face at that wedding. <gasps> so dark. Oh, poor Roy. Anything else you wanted to talk about them? I think that's everything for them. Oh God, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. Oh, and that's not even the best. All right, Kate. Who's next? Okay. Um. Let's do uh, <laughs> Alex and Caroline. <laughs> Kick us off. Who are they, Kate? So, okay. Alex. So these people are in their late 20s. They're like 27, 28. Alex oh, was dating. Gone. Alex. Boy Alex. Yes. Was dating a man named Steven. And they were two peas in a pod. Uh Alex's family loves Steven. Uh Yes. And then they broke up because Alex says it was something about Steven not being emotionally ready or blah, 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 something like that. Well, we know. Or did they say the real Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. He cheated on him. Steven cheated on him. Oh, right, right, right. Because he's... Stevens, I yeah, I have this written yeah, down. Yeah. Steven says, I th- I think I did, I think I did oh, cheat on Alex. And he's like, Oh, you think you did. So the thing with them is Steven is completely codependent with Alex and calls him constantly all day, FaceTimes him. Yeah. So Alex, his manager at work, I can't remember if it was like retail or what it was, restaurant or whatever. His manager was this woman named Caroline. Mm. And they were like work besties and yeah. they would he would go out on, like for margaritas with her and mm. the girls mm. and mm-hmm. you no know, she she got on with him and then they were at a par- a party or something like that i just picture that they work at like a forever 21 or something that just yeah. made it funny to me but um they're at a they're at a party or at a bar or whatever mm-hmm. and he comes up to her and starts making out with her and she's like, I thought I just had a gay bestie. And then he starts kissing me. Well, it turns out he is not gay. He's, no. he's uh, like pansexual or demisexual is what he ends up saying. Demisexual. Yeah. Right. So um, which great. And so they start dating. And what we see is him introducing her to his introducing each other to their families and then they end up getting engaged. So that's the storyline. And Stephen is and Stephen is butting in at every second, FaceTiming and things like yes. that. Yes. Now, I was watching the, the majority of this with my male best friend who is gay. And let's just say he had a lot of opinions on this. Oh, I'm interested a in that. A lot of opinions, okay. a.k.a bullshit there was a scene there was a scene where alex is like because alex um alex's personality and how he presents himself first of all i said 
all of the people on this show, this segment were made for reality TV, but without trying. It wasn't people that are like, I'm on reality show. I'm going to kind of pump it up. Made for television, made for sorry, reality TV, made for it. Dream Alex casting. had good one-liners, but they weren't like he was trying to be quippy and trying to be funny. He was just genuinely a funny guy. Yeah. And Caroline was great. And uh, go to our Instagram for something Kate just posted, um, 10 to Love and Care podcast. Um, but they just, they were so good, Kate, for reality TV, all of them. Now, um, there is a scene where Alex, Alex is very just flamboyant in nature. Okay, so a stere- mm-hmm. what old-fashioned stereotypes of what gay men look like, you know, super flamboyant and that very outdated idea of what a gay man should look like, right? And he introduces himself by spelling out Beyonce, like that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so... He's then talking about how sexually, very, very sexually attractive, very, 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 very sexually attracted to Caroline um, Mm -hmm. by playing with her boobs, but not like squeezing them. He plays the bongos on them. And when my, when my friend saw that, he goes, that's exact, you know, that's exactly what straight men love to do with breasts. And I couldn't, and he goes, not homosexual men at all. And I was like, "You, you know what? You've got it there. You've got it there, my friend. There is... He loves Caroline. Um, they make out on camera for us, just to doubly prove. Just make sure everyone definitely sexually attracted to each other, definitely sexually attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. Then there was a kicker that Caroline brought in. And when me and my friend heard this, we jaws fell to the ground for like the hundredth time watching the show. Uh, by the way, he ended up telling a ton of people where he worked about this show because he couldn't believe the stuff he watched on it. Um, <laughs> um Caroline's talking. She's, you know, Steve, um, Alex really does love me. Like, we, you know, it's. I know people can't understand it. Whatever, you know. Da, 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 da. She says, but um, it is quite funny as well because my ex boyfriend is now with a guy as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> she has a type. Yeah. So listen, I. I think bisexuality is the standard. I mean, I have said this all of the time. Like, I just say everyone's gay. Every, not gay. Everyone just loves everyone. I just think that whatever. I just have it's a, a very, spectrum. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. I, I just have an opinion of heterosexuality is a minority. Not that it should be treated as a minority, but I mean that more people are open to a loving, emotionally fulfilling and sexual relationship with someone of the same sex than they probably realize. That's mm-hmm. what I think. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> um, that was a housewife's quote. Anyway, besides what I think, it doesn't matter. What is clear here is that Alex and Caroline care about each other a lot. And Stephen is FaceTiming constantly. And Alex is fine with that. It's Valentine's Day and Stephen's FaceTiming. And Caroline is fine with it all for 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 a time and then she says listen this can't go on and alex is like i do really love her definitely sexually attracted to her i do really love her and i think i'm gonna propose i've got to meet you know i want her to meet my family everyone has all these opinions i've got to meet her family yeah so alex's family is my dream i mean if I could have been in that house, they stirred the shit up with each one of them. They were screaming. It was a dream for me, Kate. 
it was so entertaining. And Caroline's telling us in her confessional, she's like, the net, like each one has a bigger personality than the next. Mm. And this mm. is, it reminded me of when I met my best friend, Lanny's <laughs> family, because she has, she's so vivacious and entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in my head, I was, I knew she had three sisters and I was right. always like, oh, she's probably like the outgoing one. Mm, and then, you sure. know, the rest are probably just kind of like, you know, type mm-hmm. A, quiet, whatever, whatever. Nope. Met, uh, met all her sisters and they're all, you know, just so like I, loud and fun. I will say I have heard rumors of Lani's family and yeah. I I have asked many people in your circle and our mutual friends I'm like have you met them what are they like like it is a whole mystery to me it's enigma that one day I want to be catapulted into because if they are like it's like Lani times like it's four Lannies and yeah. even more yeah I, I'm fascinated you gotta get around those sisters so <laughs> that's how it is with um Alex's oh. family so he right. has two sisters. Uh-huh. They're super excited to be on camera and yes, they're, they're, they're giving us great. a lot. They're great. Um, and they're all kind of seated around the table <laughs> and I just love these dynamics. And then the dad is there. Loved him. And he was so funny. So, Loved him. um, he makes, he makes an inappropriate sexual joke with Caroline sure. that she sure. does not enjoy. Mm. Um, and, uh, so then what happens? So they're kind of basically they're interrogating Alex about his sexuality and they're so sort of bad. like, cause they just all really thought he was gay and loved men, wanted to sleep with and men. And that yep. was it. I mean, they, yep. they all really liked Steven as well. And yep. they were, they thought that that's what his future was, was being yeah, Steven sure. and being gay. And then he brings this woman in and they're all just kind of like, what's happening and he's really defensive, really defensive about it to the point where he's just screaming. He's screaming at his sister. The volume. The volume. And I love it because no one's phased. No one's no, phased apart no, from Caroline. Oh, here Alex goes again. And his sister is saying, she goes, she's honestly, I think, just trying to understand. She was. She was. And she's like, okay, so you're a homosexual. Mm-hmm. Do I say that still? Or yeah, do I say like, yeah. how do you classify yourself? And I understand the, or I understand the feeling of not wanting to be labeled. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm kind of like, I don't know what my label is necessarily. And it's kind of, it would be kind of annoying if people were pressing me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyone, anyone, whether it's to know, do with religion or whether it's to do with sexuality, yeah. the labeling and being told, it's hard you're right because you see that but she's also just grappling I think with I want to be sensitive to it I want to know how to approach you right and she she doesn't want to offend him by you know if someone's if if someone they know in their family or one of their family friends is like oh is he bisexual Mm -hmm. or what Mm -hmm. she wants to be able to say like no he's pansexual or no he's whatever and um he's like just screaming at her like it doesn't matter why does it matter and she's like i just want to know i'm just asking you appreciate me no Mm -hmm. and he just he's like you know what 
I'm leaving. And he just ends up walking out and they're all kind of just like, well, there he goes. You know, like you're right. It doesn't face them at all. They're like, well, okay. Yeah. He's being, he's being dramatic. And Caroline also thinks this. She's like, okay, yeah, like he's probably just going outside to have a cigarette or whatever. And uh-huh. like, it's fine. Um, no, no. He le- he gets in his car and leaves. Gets in his car <laughs> and leaves Caroline with his family that she just met. After they had a screaming match. It is. Uh, it is so funny. It's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing. And she, by the way, we want to also put a picture in your head. Alex only wears tracksuits, sometimes yes. of the velour nature as well. That's all he wears. He's wearing an Uma Thurman and Kill Bill tracksuit. That sister was so witty. She's like, all right, um, hey, Kill Bill, come over here. I was crying. <laughs> They are just naturally very witty people. Yes. And on camera, they looked good. They sounded good. They were like, oh, they were perfect. I would would absolutely watch a spinoff of this family. Absolutely. This family and Caroline, and we'll get to her mom. We we will. And so um, Caroline is just (laughs) talking to the producer out, and she's like, oh, he left. And she just looks straight at the cameraman or the producer, and she's like, can you give me a ride home? Yeah, <laughs> he's dead serious and they're like yeah yeah we'll get you home and then i this is what i put on our instagram she tells us <laughs> and i want you to notice on our instagram you hear one of his sisters saying well it's coke and it's alcohol excuse me and it's captioned on our instagram yeah i Kate had just posted this before we came on to record and I looked at it, but I didn't. You hear the sister and it's, it's on the closed captionings. She's like, it's Coke and alcohol or something like that. Shit. I'm going to have to examine that closely. So that's a whole other element. And then, um, she goes, she goes, well, I have to find a ride home. I'm looking at you, Sam. And she's talking to a producer. (laughs) And then she's like, I listened to Taylor Swift and I cried on the way home because I was upset. And then they go go into the house and he's like curled up in the bed being dramatic. And the cameras, she brings the cameras in there and she's like, what the hell, man? (laughs) And he's just like, oh, well, my the family dynamics are so much. And she just has such a soft spot for him. She's like. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I guess I get it. And like, hey, baby, do you want to play the bongos on my boobs again? Okay, yes. come on, slap um, mommy's titties. Seriously, I. Okay, and then I want you to talk about them going to meet her Thank family you. because I have been dying. Kate, you know me so well. Okay, I so knew you'd then... love the mom. Okay. Oh well, oh, I have comments about the mom. Let's well, put it that way. As a character. Yes, absolutely. So Caroline is one of two. It's her and a sister. And Caroline is, um, I mean, how can I put it? I mean, she's, she cares about herself, but she's, she's not someone that would, you know, doll herself up all the time. Let's just say that. Right. Um, and she's kind of giving the impression that her sister is a little bit. So she's like, oh, my mom really favors my sister. My mom, didn't really want him. I didn't really want her to meet Alex. She hasn't met Alex yet. And I just don't want her to. And then she starts describing the mother. She says, my mother was very hard on me um, because my mother is like a 
Barbie doll princess. Everything's perfect. Everything from her nails to her hair. She would even wear fluffy like stiletto slippers to bed, to bed. This woman's standards are through. So we are learning more and more. And Caroline just keeps going, you've no idea what she's like. Everything has to be precise. Everything is perfect, high quality, high class. And she goes, and I just never fit into any of that. She goes, so my sister was always the favorite. My mum's was always wanting the hair done, the lashes done, the makeup done, the shoes, the heels. Women should wear, you know, should wear skirts and not try, you know, that type of whole thing, right? Feminine women, um, thin women. It's all about how you appear and, you know, to be thin and to be pretty. And that's all that matters kind of thing. And we find out that she's had multiple husbands as well. So I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to meet her. Yeah. We're in Georgia and there is a lot of money in Georgia. So I, the way she's building this, I'm thinking we're going to go to some old massive like mansion that had a very, very dark history Probably, yeah, um, yep, that this woman lives in. And she's walking around who I figured, who I thought she was going to be is a cross between Dale Tinsley's mum from Real Housewives of New York and Patricia, and Patricia yes, from Southern Charm. Thank you. That's where I was at. I was like, this is a treat because they're both my favorites. We, She's in the car and she's like getting very anxious, like signs of anxiety, like sweating, discomfort, her stomach hurts, like very upset. She says she's an hour and a half away and they're in the car. She's like, I didn't really want to come here at all. I don't know what to do and I didn't want to... Then they get to the place where the mother lives. It's an apartment building, not a condo, not even a a penthouse. It is some ratty old apartment she lives in. She opens the door. You see her inside. And it's this woman lives in absolute delusion that she's from this like old world money or something. And her house is like gilded photo frames everywhere, but just crammed full. But really none of it's of any quality. And mm-hmm. you, and I'm looking at this going, is this, is this her living room? Then I see she has, her kitchen is in the same room as her living room. No shame, by the way, to anyone that has that. I've had it. We all've had it. But I'm saying... Uh, we, the people that have that, don't walk around claiming that they eat caviar and drink and can only drink from certain stems and things like this of glasses. And I'm like, hang on. I thought, is this like the, the butler's quarters or something? I kid you not. I was, it's the way they spoke about her. I thought, yeah. this is going to be insane money. Yeah. She opens the door and it's some ratty apartment building and you see like the the other apartment door like next to hers. I was like, yeah. What? So then she gets in and she does have like that, that hair, like Dale and like Patricia, but I was just cringing the entire time. She's like, uh, come in in this like affected wealth, which doesn't exist. There was stuff you could see. It was like covered in dust. And, and Caroline's like, oh my God, my mom is like so perfect. And every, I was like, uh, and she wasn't like a thin woman with very expensive clothes. You kind of, and only lives on like clear liquor. That's who I imagined. She wasn't anything like that. And then she's like, has this really, it's so embarrassing. She's like, oh, um, that's for the caviar. It's like people that weren't brought up with money that imitate what they think people with money have. And it's always hmm. driven me crazy. I've 
you know, I've seen people with growing up with tons of money. I've seen people with no money. Like you, they're by walking around just talking about caviar and champagne is not really what people with great amounts of wealth talk about, just FYI. And so she's there thinking that's what it is. So she's like, oh, that's the spoon for the caviar. And this is, and then, but she had like chips out and it's like, uh, well, <laughs> I don't think that would work either. And then she has like this bourbon slush that she made because you can tell she's a massive drinker, obviously, right. which, which works with the theme, which I'm happy with. You have, If you want to be that wealthy, you have to be an alcoholic as well. Of course. Southern wealth. Yeah. And they're drinking out these tiny cups and in Caroline's hand, they look like a thimble. It was so odd. Anyway, the mother I became obsessed with because I was just like, what are we looking at? This woman is not a wealthy, pretentious, a very posh woman. She looks like she's just ran down to Target and got her top. Like, uh, it was really odd. Anyway, so Caroline's a bag of nerves, but Alex comes in and, oh, he has a big sweating problem as well. So he had to put, like, Caroline's pads underneath his, in his armpit so he didn't sweat. I forgot about that. Anyway, so he gets in there. Very confident, but it's also a confidence with, like, nerves. And he's like, oh, lovely, here's some flowers for you. And she's like, oh, thank you. And trying to put on this kind of airs and grace. And they, they, they've driven an hour and a half to get there. And they basically film him coming in and them stood there for a while saying, and her going, I've met you before. And he goes, you have. And then she says to camera, well, I just thought it was Caroline's, um, I, I thought Caroline's work colleague, which he was a gay gentleman, but now apparently he's dating Caroline. <laughs> and then, so, so they- shady. So shady. So then they sit there and then she says, oh, I see. I see. So your ex, Steve, got it. Okay. Well, this is uh, wonderful. And and Alex is just, just and she goes, um, oh, I like your shirt. He goes, oh, thank you. I was going to wear my tracksuit. And she goes, what's a tracksuit? I was like, give me a, all right, love. She's like, what's a tracksuit? He goes, um, you know, it's like a yoga, it's a woman wearing yoga pants that doesn't do yoga. She's like, got it. And he goes, maybe we'll get you one. And she's like, oh, no, I don't. No, I don't think so. And then I don't know why she's English all of a sudden. And um, then he says, you know, it's used for me. I don't run, but I am good at running out of awkward situations. Like he's so witty. He's really yeah, good. He's so awesome. anyway, then he's like, I'm sweating. So we go to the bathroom and Caroline chats with the mum, and the mum's like, I love this. I love it when people say, I don't believe in something like I, um, I don't believe in men marrying men or I don't believe in women having abortions or I mean, not, it doesn't have to be as strong as that, but when someone uses, I believe it's not father Christmas we're talking about. It doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not. It takes place. It happens. And it's real. What you're saying is, is that you're prejudiced against a man marrying a man. (laughs) You're prejudiced against a woman. Coded way of saying I'm a bigot. Yeah. I believe, I don't believe, I don't believe, you know, I don't believe in bisexuality. Yeah, it just doesn't exist. Yeah, that's it. You don't believe in it. So it doesn't exist. So she goes, I thought he was gay. And she's like, well, no, Look, I'm sick of explaining it. Blah, blah, blah. They get into this. Then he comes back from the bathroom and it suddenly gets very, very emotional. He breaks into floods of tears. The mother starts crying and Caroline cannot deal with emotion. There's a lot going on with that woman. She says, I don't cry. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, unless Taylor Swift's playing, unless Taylor Swift's playing, and the producer's driving you home. Um, <laughs> so she's like, I need to get out of here. So she goes to the toilet, and then um, 
they're basically crying. Alex is crying about just how much he loves her. And Caroline's like, well, look, if you love my daughter, that's all I care about. Blah, blah. I do want to ask her to ask to marry me, blah, 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 blah. And that was the end of the scene. I know that in television, everything's edited, but they literally went there for like a couple of chips and a bourbon slush and then left. And they'd driven an hour and a half there. It was very strange. They were suddenly like, okay, let's go then. After that conversation, there was no dinner or anything. They just like left. Anyway, then he proposes to her. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, what? Why? And the sister's just like, really? You sure? Really? Really? You want to get married to her? And he tells Stephen, and Stephen's like, really? And then he's like, Stephen, you've got, I can't be FaceTiming you as much anymore. Caroline's getting upset. Stephen's like, okay, fine. Uh, he proposes. She says yes. And then they have a housewarming slash engagement party and everyone comes over. And that sister... She, okay, so everyone's there. They did a big spread. By the way, it was all sweets. There's nothing more I can't stand of when a party's just desserts. I know. I don't I'm, like dessert. I'm, I'm a savory person. Savory all the way. Yeah. I know. I don't understand that when it's all just sweets and like, mm-hmm. who's eating this? But it was all like, it was all catered. So it looked all very nice. Mother came in. Um, Everyone was like cheersing, whatever. And the sister literally, it's as though she went boom and kicked open the door. It felt like that's a better. She comes in, she's like, wow, you did get a load of snacks. Like it was so. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Really good, really good TV people. I love her so much. Anyway, so they're engaged, but I want to go to their fade to black. So we fade to black. Alex and Caroline plan on getting married soon. And Stephen no longer FaceTimes every day because he now lives five minutes from them and comes over every single day. What is going on? What (laughs) the fuck is going on? I... What? Imagine you, it doesn't matter whether it's gay, straight, whatever. It doesn't matter the sexuality of the person or the gender of the person. You, your partner, ex-partner who they had sex with regularly, who they were in love with, mm-hmm. you go off to work and you're like, oh yeah, that that partner's going to come over and see my partner today and they'll be left alone in the house. No, no, but no. Caroline doesn't have the spine to say that. Alex, Caroline, and Stephen. Any other comments for Alex? I know there's a lot we could go into with them, but and I went off on that mother, but uh, she's probably also racist. Is the only other thing I'll say. <laughs> so, what do you? Anything else you wanted to say about those three? God bless. I mean, it's bad, Kate. Why is he there every day, Kate? Why is he there? Well, we know why he's there. And well, and St- <laughs> the thing about Stephen too is that he's not he's he didn't seem as quippy and fun as alex no or even or even caroline did no he was always just on the phone like hi yeah very low energy very low energy what's the point of this um okay so moving on um, i know who's next (laughs) before we get to the the piece de la resistance let's go to someone else Wait, who else? We've got the Jersey ones. The Jersey ones. And then who else? Oh, oh. <laughs> Come on, Kate. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, the piece. Okay, okay. So let's go to Jersey. Okay. Um, so this is Jimmy and Lisa mm-hmm. that were married. 
Yes. Lisa they're in their has, 50s, right? They're in yeah. their 50s. Lisa's this very attractive woman. You know mm-hmm. who she reminded me of? Immediately I'm watching her and it's Jersey. Are you going to say, oh or... no, not Dina actually, but I thought Dina was gorgeous as well. No, from Jersey, Kathy Wakili with those eyes, oh. you know, the like the, the kind of hooded, like lowered hooded eyes. She really reminded me of her, like a blonde version of Kathy Wakili. I see that for those sure. eyes. And those eyes. I wrote down that I need her on Real Housewives of New Jersey. <gasps> She'd be so good. This was an audition for, real. for her. It seemed as though she knew the game. Now, when I say that, you know, Alex was great for reality TV and that whole, they were, but they were not aware that they were good. Right. Lisa knew that she's good on reality TV. Yeah. And no harm to her. Like she wasn't playing up for the camera. She was genuinely good on reality TV. She would be okay. You're right. This I hope Bravo. I could just should be great. I could just I could just see her going back and forth with Teresa. I could. She'd be so good. So okay. Jimmy and Lisa. They met at Long Island at the at a bar. Um he interrupted her. She was on a date. And he interrupted the date to ask her out. She liked him because he looked like some 80s Spring, star that we don't know. Springsteen or oh, some shit. I don't know. It was something else. And they had a son, Dominic. He's my world. Dominic. He's Dominic. everything to me. Daddy. Daddy says the Dominic. It's always that daddy and mommy. Daddy. So Dominic is now in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and both, both jimmy and lisa are remarried so mm-hmm. um he remarried a woman named wendy yes and they've been married for 18 years 18 years yeah and they have a 14 year old son together yes um and they got together before they were even before he was even officially divorced i think from lisa Correct. They didn't have an affair together, except he did have affairs, but it wasn't right. with Wendy. Right. Um, it was so volatile at the beginning that Lisa, Lisa used to leave messages for Wendy saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to come slit your throat in your sleep and stuff. Real Jersey. Real Jersey. I, which I could totally imagine her saying. Appreciate it. She's very lovable, though, I will say. Okay. So then Lisa is married to Jack. Jack, that was but his name. She, but she tells us right away that Jimmy's her soulmate and he was her soulmate. And they, she's okay. in love with Jimmy. If I had to watch my current partner speak about their exes like some of these people, I mean, I, it would be the end of the relationship. This woman is just like crying over him. You were, this was my soulmate. I never wanted to be with anybody else. He's all I wanted. He's, and then they kept like, you know tiptoeing around that jimmy had an affair it comes out in a horrendous way that she was pregnant she was pregnant and got a phone call from his mistress just her the worst thing you can imagine and it was so traumatized so traumatized because your body goes into shock when something like that happens she started bleeding and she had to go to the hospital she was pregnant terrible but the whole thing is that they're together and they're all friends kind of apparently and they want to go to go and see dominic for his 21st birthday and and they're like we're all going to go down and we're all going to celebrate him oh and also why didn't we tell him why we got divorced i'm sorry it's his 21st birthday why are you thinking this is a great idea to tell this poor boy 
guess how horrendous your father is and what he did you want trauma i had trauma let me give you this trauma it's so awful i don't know what this stupid idea was she's so dramatic and she's like let's put i think it's her way of punishing jimmy yeah she's like i'm gonna put this on tv i'm gonna air this out to our son and to the world it's true it's true so she's Um, renting an rv mm -hmm. they rent this rv and it is very housewives-esque so they get all four of them get in this and they start going and the amount of times lisa mentions oh remember you were married to me oh we were married and she's picking stuff off him and he's picking stuff off her and to be fair what comes of all of this is that jimmy really is okay that everything ended and lisa really isn't she finds this letter they before they leave they go through this big box of photos of dominic when he was maybe and it was so emotional i started crying well i'm always crying but i started crying watching it and because she she says oh it's a big secret very house of big secret i haven't told anyone but it was that they were separated and he was with wendy this wife he's with now and he had written a letter to lisa saying i still love you you're the only woman i've ever loved you know, if you want to get back together, I'm here. I want it. And she goes, and I never told anyone about that letter. And Wendy doesn't know. And essentially what we get from all of this in the RV, she breaks down screaming one night at Jimmy and she's so hurt from all of this. Plus a ton of alcohol. They are boozing constantly. Oh, they are booze <gasps> hounds. They constantly. Always, I mean, I say this with wine in my hand, but they always have wine in their hand. Always. Constantly. On the couch, on the yeah. couch, in the kitchen, when they're t- all the time. All, all the time. time. Um, but essentially it's that Lisa says, I have regrets. And she regrets probably never taking him up on that offer. That's that's what comes out of all of this. That's the whole thing. Yeah. She wishes, she longs for that day when he wrote the letter so that she could take him back and they could still be together. Exactly. They exactly. are probably the most in each other's lives of all these couples, other yeah. than the next one we'll talk about probably. But <sighs> um, <laughs> because Jimmy and Lisa have, and they have two different businesses together. Mm-hmm. It's like olive oil. So and New then you know <laughs> and then um what's the other thing it's like i want to say it's wine but it's not it's like yeah, construction it's so new like, jersey olive like oil estate. olive oil and white you know yeah, wine or like wife. yeah because so they're rich as hell they have big yeah, houses so wealthy yeah oh, actually, really that was another thing that came out with all of these couples they had like multiple houses all these houses were gorgeous and huge and i'm just like yeah what they How were got so much money they were super rich. So they have these businesses. And so she's like, oh, we're on the phone. They're on the phone three times a day. They're always together. They're doing meetings. And these are the people they go on business trips awesome. together and like stay at she hotels together. That they share the same room. Yeah. I rewound that. Tell me why with pots of money that they evidently have. They've, and it's a business expense anyway. You put it on the business credit card. They can't get two rooms. There's it's because no it's her time. There's it's her no... time to oh. pretend that they're still together. Yeah. These, I don't know how any of these spouses watched this shit and survived a marriage after watching these, what these people do. Anyway, so we see them, they're on the RV. They have one big kind of blow up. They get down, they celebrate Dominic's birthday. And then we get... um we get the sit down 
and Jimmy's like, no, 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 we're not, we're, we're, we're not doing this. We're not telling him. And she's like, what do you, Jimmy, what do you mean? Of course, of course we got to, we got to, no, 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 we don't need to do this. We don't. And he storms off. Then we get a producer coming and we always love that. When we see closed captioning of the producer, uh, he's coming back, he's coming back. So he comes back and they don't tell him exactly what happens because he can't be the bad, but they just said, you know, he, he, I think they said he cheated on him, cheated on her. I think that's what they said. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that boy already knew that anyway. But um, they tell him that. And then at the end, how do they conclude? They just kind of get, oh, I know what it was. They were all sat on a sofa because they all are on the, the sofa at the end. And um, by the way, Kate, I just realized we have a whole other couple to talk about and another show. So oh, uh, really I don't fun. have a ton to say. About this Neither do though. I. Neither do I. Okay. So anyway, um, we're putting our energy into what really matters, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're all sat on the sofa and Jimmy is asked, you know, are you happy that it ha- or do you have any regrets? You regret cheating on her? And he goes, of course I do. But this would never have happened. I never would have met Wendy. We would never have this life we have now. So I'm so happy that I'm am where I am. We would never have worked out. That's what he said. And you see her heart breaking. That's what he said. He said, we would never have worked out anyway. And she's like bereft. That was hard. And then you have Jack over there. Just like, I'm he here. He said about I'm three here. words the entire thought. I know. Just stomped over. <sighs> Anything I, lo- else I love her. To be I loved her too. I loved Lisa. I liked her a lot. I think she was she's great material for TV. She really is, Kate. Um, so Bravo needs Bravo could do with looking at um looking at TLC from time that. to time. I'm gonna tweet that to them from our account. It's a really good idea. Yeah. Bravo needs to be those we should start getting names of Bravo casting agents. That's what we should do. And just because I told I told you what the Real Housewives of New York lineup should have been. And none of this shit would have happened if they followed my lead. But they didn't. The, the entire reality TV landscape would be much more interesting if you and I were in charge. Oh, my God. And I feel confident saying that. Give the people what they want. All right. So Lisa, last couple. <laughs> I hope we'll see you again. Yes, that was it. The last couple. Now, guys, we have left this to the very last because what we are about to describe, we cannot do it justice. Um, as articulate and as intelligent and as descriptive as Kate and I are, we cannot do this justice. So all we we have to insist again, you watch this show. We meet a man named Jerry, his girlfriend, Kay, with two E's, K-A-Y-E-E. Oh, lovely. And her last name, she put love. Lovey. Lovey, that's it. K lovely and when it was written I thought it was K-E lovely but no it's K lovey anyway and his ex-wife Jessica we start off by meeting Jessica now Mm -hmm. Jessica 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 let's talk about Jessica this ex-wife is one of those women that I can tell you right now says oh I don't really get along with women that well. Straight mm-hmm. off. That's mm-hmm. that type of girl. That's that type of woman. Has no female friends. Yep. What friends she does have, they're really, really weak and obsessed with her. And she manipulates them all the time. That like, a yes. like she's, that's who she is. She has a couple of girlfriends that are just like, oh, Jessica. And they're terrified of her. That's who yep. Jessica is. Yep. Okay. She is a very good looking woman. And her body's bombastic. And she wears 
the tightest and smallest like yoga workout stuff she can cause always working out always in yoga always meditating but she's a fucking bitch right that's <laughs> essentially what she is but she's one of these women and it's a such a manipulative tactic different to april's but there are similarities everything um and her volume of her voice is like this all the time and it's very calm because um uh, i'm just not a confrontational person and what what jessica does is she speaks like this all the time very softly to um make people you know to increase her femininity and to hoodwink people into thinking she's a nice person but really it's a man- manipulating tactic so she can say really terrible things at a low volume and people don't understand how awful she truly is yes she does that and then she says she she says the rest with her eyes like yeah yeah and smirks all Mm -hmm. the way through it one of the life lessons i was taught very young and it's very true but it's very hard to do if someone is raging at you the thing that will irritate them the most is to smile. You'll probably get your teeth knocked in, but if you smile back at them, it will irritate them more than anything because Mm -hmm. they want you to fight back, right? But it is also the most annoying habit somebody can do or or tactic somebody uses when you're screaming at them. You want to smile at me, bitch? I wanted to grab this woman's hair, her gorgeous hair that she had. I want to grab it. And I wanted to smash her face into the TV so many times. This Jessica is a monster. We, But she doesn't appear this at first. So we have her in her just yoga, Lululemon gear, just speaking like this about how she was married to Jerry. And Jerry got very, very... We find out also Jerry's a piece of Jerry. shit as well. Oh, Jerry cheated Jerry. on Jessica, which I think all of this is Jessica's revenge, but we'll get into that. So... He had cheated on Jessica multiple times and they have three children together. And Jerry got very, very seriously ill. His organs started to shut down. They genuinely thought that he was, wasn't going to last a night in hospital. Very, very ill. A big recovery was needed. So they had already separated, but Jessica came back from another state to the state he lives in. I think they were in Chicago. They were in Illinois. Yeah. Came back to Illinois to help him recover. So she moved into the house, her and the kids, and she helped him with everything. And I'm sure that was from washing to cooking to cleaning because he couldn't even walk at some point. He was very, very ill. So before, just before this had happened, Jerry had met some, met Kay online. No, sorry, I hadn't met her online. What happened is he met her at an airport because she worked at the sunglasses hut. <laughs> she worked, she worked at the sunglasses hut. And he said he was just taken by her. Just absolutely. Jerry's 40 and Kay is what, 27, by the way? I would like to add how young she is. Is she even that old? Because Jessica at one point Jessica at one point says she's close to my our oldest son's age. And he was like high school. He was 24. You're so right. She was 24. He's 40. She's 24. Jessica's 40. Oh, he was 40-something. Jessica's 40. Kay was like 20. Yeah, 24, I think. Right? Yeah. And Jessica and Jerry, I also want to say, they were married for 15 years. <gasps> and Jeez. I thought they have four kids. Three oh, they four? probably do. Yeah, Three, they four. do. And they divorced and sh- they said they didn't even talk. It was like a bad divorce. Oh. And they, they didn't talk for four years. 
Wow. And then she came back to live with them, like you said, when he got sick. And so the, it. it's just the dynamics are like it's a very interesting. To me, after after I found out, you don't find out that he cheated on her constantly until the very end, and I go. This was all Jessica's revenge. Jessica's she revenge. has plotted. So anyway, Kay, he had met Kay at, su- at Sunglasses Hut at the airport. Yep. So taken by her. And then they did go on one date before he got very, very ill. So they had one in-person date. He got ill and then they've been talking online ever since. So the natural thing to do is move this stranger in with your ex-wife and your four kids. So um, what's even more (laughs) natural is, is when she arrives to send your adult sons to go and pick her up. You don't go and pick her up. You send your adult sons to go and pick her up. We need to describe Kay's personality. What's your take on Kay? I mean, she, she reminds me if I had to pick, if I had to pick like another reality TV personality, she reminds me of um, Tiffany Pollard. Yes. I love New York. But she, she has a, her arc is so interesting because at first you're like she's a disaster she dresses horrendously it's like half in like wet seal wet seal is her wardrobe okay Mm. it's that place in the mall with like everything's mismatched and she's always wearing a bra that's showing all the time to keep her boobs up because they're it's she's she dresses she's got a very very small petite great figure but she's her clothes are horrendous it's just like everything's bought from wet seal and she is, she's, she says she's Puerto Rican. So she has that, um, she definitely has a don't fuck with me edge to her, which she says that. And it's very attractive. She's a very pretty woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's very, 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 very young, very young. And she has no sophistication. I get that. I guess that's the word. She has no sophistication. And she's walking into this place with these two people who just bully her the entire let's just put it as it is they bully her the entire time that's what happens so you're watching this at first being like oh this poor ex-wife jessica she's very sophisticated you know minimal makeup gorgeous hair beautiful woman and very elegant and just sleep everything Mm -hmm. looks great and then you see her coming in in these like nine inch stiletto boots in the snow and she's got terrible makeup on and you're just like oh god you know but no the tables turn we see Kay comes and she's like "Ah, all like pitch 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 all the time she walks into their house and she goes, honey, I'm home. Mm-hmm. And you just see Jessica like already oh. rolling her eyes. And um, he proceeds, Jerry proceeds to give her a tour of this really big house. Very, and, again, tons of money, apparently, these people. Yeah, tons of money. He tells us like, I normally wouldn't have a girlfriend move in this quickly, but you know, it's oh. the pandemic and I can't really leave the house because I was ill. So she's moving in and you're like, what? And then they end up in his bedroom and she's sprawling out on the bed. She's like, Ooh, I could get used to this. Uh And he's like, actually, um, my eight-year-old still comes into my bed sometimes. And so you're going to be sleeping in the walk-in closet on an air mattress. She goes in there and her face and her soul, by the way, this is her supposed to be moving in permanently. So she's brought a ton of shit. 
Yeah. That's a premise we're led to believe anyway. Right. So she goes in there and she's like, no, 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 no. I can't do this. I can't do this. Uh Uh-uh. And so he's like, okay, let's put you downstairs instead. And here's this adult son who is very odd, who never speaks. He's strange. He's 21 and she's 24. He still lives at home at 21. And he is sleeps like in the room next door to her. She's downstairs on this air mattress. And there's one bathroom that those two would have to share. And she's just like, this is really awkward. And she has nowhere to put any of her clothes. She doesn't have a cupboard. She doesn't have a wardrobe. She doesn't have a chest of drawers, nothing. So she's piling it all on like a pool table. And by the way, we talk about pots of money. They also have a cabin um, that she had quarantined in for two weeks because the cabin comes into play. So in she'd been quar- yeah, in the woods. <laughs> they, um, she'd been quarantining for two weeks in this cabin. She comes here. That's the first blow. Jessica pure ice she goes up to jessica hi <laughs> i mean she looks she just doesn't have a lot she's a you could tell that Kay is a good person and she's a kind person but she just there's not that's why i wouldn't say she's like tiffany pollard because tiffany pollard is amazing reality but she's not a pleasant person but Kay yeah. is she's trying but she's at what it was is she's completely out of her depth she was out of her depth the second she put her foot in that household. They didn't like it. They didn't want it. And they were going to alienate her. And so Jessica starts, this is when we realize who Jessica is. She starts the comments to the camera. You know, you know, she's just, um, she's very loud. And um, I'm just used to a very calm environment. And um yeah. Oh, she's such a bitch, Kate. I know. I just, I think I made that comparison because they're both, she was really funny. Like, they're both really funny and just, yep. I, I feel like she had thought of funny things to say on camera or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. She she just had, like, kind of one-liners and stuff. But what happens i mean don't they like go skiing or something so yeah so i mean we see this dynamic starts off and you're already like yeah jessica's out so jessica starts doing things like she's so kate she honestly by the end of it i was like oh she's so nasty she wanted to intimidate this girl she wanted to make her feel like shit and she bullied her she would come Mm -hmm. over and this girl was already super awkward being in this house and so kate came over wearing just a crop top washboard abs like just this banging body coming over and goes and put her arm around jerry and like you don't you know i usually just sit on his lap for breakfast you don't mind that do you in case like what and she's like only joking like she's she was horrible so they do the ski trip they go to go and ski Kay has never skied before and of course jessica's like olympic right (laughs) and everyone's fantastic at it in case once again completely out of her depth and mm-hmm. this Jerry, we haven't spoken about this piece of shit. Yeah. What he does is he just smirks. And some he he is him and Jessica do the exact same thing. They smirk and they smile when someone's getting angry. He is supposed to be this woman's boyfriend. And what he has done is Jessica comes up and she does it's literally like Lady Macbeth. She whispers in his ear and she's like, You do know that Kay doesn't care about you. Uh, No, sorry, she's not even that passionate. She says, the thing is, Jerry, I just, I don't know why she's so upset. I mean, I've been so welcoming. Um, The thing is, she's, you know, I'm just not, we're not really the same type of people. 
And I think she just doesn't care about you and um, she doesn't really have any of your best interests and she doesn't care about your health at all. Just saying the worst things to him. And this piece of shit, spineless asshole, Jerry is sat there going, yeah, yeah. And this young girl is coming in and going, what did you just say? And she's like, um, this is a private conversation. Oh, I was screaming so hard. And so Kay's like, I I have tried with you. I've tried to be nice to you. You don't like me. You won't talk to me. You're whispering in my boyfriend's ear, telling him that I don't care about him. Like, what yeah. are you, you're awful. Um, I'm not a confrontational person, so I really don't think I should be in this conversation. It's so messed up. They bullied her, and you know, and that Jerry just sits yeah. there and smirks. And she, and then eventually, this goes on and on and on. And Kate's like, yep. "I'm done. I'm leaving." So then he goes, and 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 Jessica just goes, <laughs> "Just this." Kate storms out, and, and she laughs, and she goes to Jerry, <laughs> "See, that's the type of person she is." After winding her up and winding her up and winding her up and winding her up. Are you talking about the very end, the last episode? It was near there, oh. yeah. So we, I mean, we're going through all of this, and it's just, yeah. and then, um, she, he goes up, and he's like, he's such a lump of a weak man. He's just like, he speaks at that same monotone, low level. They're both the same, these fuckers, and he's just like, you know, I'm not gonna beg, but, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I really would like you to stay. Um, <laughs> uh, like, what she sees in him is beyond me. And then she says to camera, um, Kay, she's like, I don't know. He's just like, he always makes me laugh when he's saying something. So I'm going to go to the cabin. So or before that, they'd been to the cabin for one night. They'd had sex. It was a really awkward scene that we, we think they had sex. She did a bubble bath, all of this stuff. And they come back and they're like super happy. And Jessica knows that they'd had sex and she's furious. And that's when she really puts this plot going into yeah. motion. Anyway, so then all of this blows up. She's like, fine, I'll go to the cabin. And then Jerry goes to visit her the next day. What does he have in his hand? This this just this says everything about who he is. He's trying to make amends to his girlfriend that he asked to leave her entire life, we're led to believe, to move in with him. And he's bullied her and let his ex-wife bully her the entire time. He gets out of the car with a balloon and a fruit basket. So I mean, bizarre. I, I just edible arrangements. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what it was. It was melon and grapes in the. Sh- I said you got. I was thinking you got her an edible arrangement. Like I, you know what it almost felt like is that he, Jessica and Jerry were back together, and they just brought her there to fuck with her for their yeah. own amusement. It was like, why did you bring her here? Mm-hmm. What was the point of all this? I he, guess for you to just like have sex with this young, beautiful yeah, woman. Yeah, just but like to have sex with her. And just, he, and then he's so manipulated by Jessica and he's so weak. I should say he's just such a weak, weak man that this all blows up. He goes to the cabin and she's not there. I'd missed where she was. What happened? She just left, right? She left. So he's like, I don't, I just, I don't know where she is. I don't know why she would leave. I mean- my next step, I guess, would be to call the authorities and the producers are like, whoa, 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 let's just fucking call her cell phone. 
And so he's standing there with a producer and they call her and put it on speakerphone. And she's like, I don't know. I was just sitting there. And the more I sat there, the more I thought about my worth. And I realized that I don't need to be here. <laughs> she le- she's it, left. She got an she's, Uber. <laughs> she's, and you know what you do? The sign she's breaking down on the phone with her mom. And she's like, I don't know why I'm here. They yeah. don't want anything to do with me. She's a horrible, they, they're just horrible to her. So the yeah. fun, finale is, is that we get the, we get the confrontation, the sofa with Jessica, Jerry, and Kay. And Jessica starts, well, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not, I don't know what she's going to do, but I was right. And then Jerry's like, you were right about everything. You were right about everything. And she just sat there smirking. I, I hate that bitch so much. Kate, what happens at the, at the reunion? So she, well, she, she gets so fed up and she's calling both of them out and she's yeah. like, she's controlling your week, yeah. everything, yeah. everything we've been saying. And then she walks out and she, she uses, she has her little wet seal heels and she yeah. stomps on the balloons and pops them. Yeah. And then she takes this bottle of champagne and chucks it at their door and it breaks. Mm-hmm. And then they go upstairs and um, Jessica's like, she's talking to the producers. I told you, I told you this last week. I said, I don't know what she's capable of. Something's she's, off about her. Things off. And Jerry's just smiling ear to ear, grinning. Like he's a horrible character. Yeah. And then it ends um, with, you know, the fade to black. And this is when I'm like, all of this was Jessica's plan. So it it's revealed that Jessica's left and gone to Utah. That's where she moved. They're, they live at this. His house was Illinois and they lived in Utah. And she left Utah to come back to Illinois for him when he got ill. And Jessica has left back in Utah and Jerry's on his own again, except he's now talking to someone online. And what I think he thought is that they were apt because she flirt Jessica flirts with him constantly and I think that he was convinced they were going to end up together and I think she did all of this pushed Kay out of his life and then went fuck you buddy I'm out of here and then left his ass and he brought Kay there to just make her jealous yeah yeah that's what happened yeah and so but yeah it's okay because he's talking to somebody else online be where Kay I mean, where do we, guys, I'm, I know we spent like an hour and a half on this show. I don't know what to say to you guys. It was worth every minute. It was, it, rating show, 600, 600 rating done. 600. We're done. I mean, we, yeah. it is 600 straight away. Guys go immediately and watch you, me and your ex Kate. If there is not another season, we're picketing TLC. There has to be. Talk about needing a tell all. Talk about needing a tell all. It was outstanding. Guys, we are going to go and refresh ourselves for two seconds and we will be right back. Okay, we are back. Um, Hey, considering we've just spent all of, all of the show discussing one show, the second one we have, guys, that the Wheel of Shame picked, I'm going to read it out to you and then Kate and I'll see what we said. The second one the Wheel of Shame picked last week, I am Shauna Ray. 20, oh, I need to see my voiceover reel. I always forget this is. <clears throat> 22-year-old Shauna Ray's growth was stunted after a battle with brain cancer. From dating to driving, Shauna strives to have the independence of an adult while trapped in the body of an eight-year-old. 
I'll give that a six out of ten. Not my best work, but I'll still add it to the reel. Um, this show I had watched, you had watched the previous one that we just discussed. Mm-hmm. I had watched this one. So I have skimmed very briefly. Um, and then my notes for this, I did about two pages of notes for the previous show. For this one, I put, <laughs> I wrote, I am Shauna Ray, put it in bold. I underlined it. And then underneath I put boring, period. Yep. And then I put English guy, comma, travel, question mark. That's what I put. <laughs> I am Shauna Ray. I mean, we chose two for we chose four episodes, two from the first and two that because there is a season that's currently airing. Mm-hmm. So we did the most recent episode, the one before that, and then the first two of the first season. So essentially, as it said in there, Shauna Ray, this she became very she is very very popular on TLC. It's a very high rated show, mm-hmm. and as we said, she is the body of an eight year old. So the first couple of episodes that I remember, Kate, I didn't rewatch them this time because I'd already watched them, but. It's obviously discussing the fact that she had um, brain cancer when she was younger. So the pituitary gland stopped, inhibited the growth um, due to her chemo and the terrible kind of stuff she had to go through to battle that cancer, which she survived mm-hmm. and thrived. And um, But she was left, she stopped growing at eight. So her bot, you, you look at her and it is an eight-year-old child. Then you look closer and she has tattoos because, you know, you can imagine you would be doing so much to make yourself be show to the world you're an adult and then you see mm-hmm. her smoking cigarettes and vaping mm-hmm. and drinking alcohol and you're mm-hmm. like what so a lot of the show is really going up to if you could do a drinking game of every time somebody's like guess how old sean how old do you think she's to a shop person how old to yep. a waitress how old yep. do you think she's i thought she was like seven i thought she was like 10 no she's 22 you know that was a lot of like the first episode yeah, typical TLC stuff. They put her in these scenarios that they can film that are going to obviously prompt people to, you know, question her age. They have her going out for drinks with her friends and saddling up to the bar. And then they have the bartender being like, we don't allow children at the bar. And then she has to get out her ID and be like, I'm actually 22. And then they go to a carnival and she's too short to get because she's only like three foot something. Mm-hmm. And she's too short to get on a bunch of the rides and blah, 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 blah. So they're they're just showing all these different scenes of her people thinking she's a child. What I thought was yeah. interesting, too, she's like, kids also, I didn't think about this. Children mm. also think I'm a child. And yeah. so I have all these kids coming up to me, talking to me like I'm a kid and I'm an adult. And I was like, I didn't even yeah, think about that. I didn't think of that either. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, we go to uh, the current season, season two. And she's dating this English guy she met online. They make sushi. Her parents are rightfully concerned about any man that comes into her life because what they dance around and don't say is that a man, a man that is attracted to her could be a pedophile. Right. You know, I mean, let's just put it out there. This is as cases as dance around all the time. She's like, I have to be careful with men on the internet because physically she's the body of a child. Yeah. So and of course, TLC's digging into her sex life the entire time. In the first episode, right. she does say, I've gone the whole way. Like, And TLC, you know, was just waiting for that. But as you say, she has the body of a child. So for she is an adult, but for an adult man to be having sex with her, they're having sex with the body of an eight-year-old. Yep. So the parents are very involved in her dating life. Yes. I mean, 
the... can you explain this english guy to me i switched on before i fast forwarded and she's talking to him online we see them skyping she goes yep. and meets with him she hasn't already had a date with him and then we see we, we didn't see that first then she's meet then she we saw a photo of it met in person he's traveling from country to country to country doing business stuff who is he and what does he do i don't really know yeah he talked a lot about traveling um he didn't come off as skeezy to me okay really he kind of seemed nice um but it's just so i know I know. And so he he comes over to because she lives with her parents and her big storyline this season is that her and her, she has an older sister and a younger sister and her and the younger sister are going to move out of the family's home and get their own place. Right. And right. Um, it's very like welcome to Plathville. Like we're leaving the uh, nest. Yeah. God, remember and, that show? Oh, God. Um, and so he's there. They're making sushi and the parents are just giving him an interview they just oh, question really? after question after question they're like so what are your intentions like you guys are the mom is like how often do you two talk and what do you talk about and are you dating and did it did get to the point where i was like okay like yeah kind of invasive but at the end of the day i completely understand why they're so good i know i know it, it it's it's so are they dating then is he like actually dating her yeah, I mean, they're they call it a situation ship on the show. Her and her sisters—that's what they call it. Got it. Okay. Um, it's hard, Kate, because you're watching this show, and there's a lot of. St- it, hmm, how could I put this? Well, I'm just going to put it. So, this guy's a good-looking, average-looking, mm-hmm. average-looking. Mm-hmm. Um not like Tim from 90 Day, like a regular average looking guy, (laughs) tall guy, English, has a great job, has money, traveling constantly, ticks all these boxes. And it's very hard because the initial reaction is, why would he like her? That's just what it is. And it's unfair to say that because why wouldn't he like her? She has a personality. She Mm -hmm. is fun. She's intelligent. She has all these things. And she is an adult. But it's it's going to be questioned constantly because why would a man that has all of this be interested in a woman that society would see is lacking being a woman because she's got the body of an eight-year-old i mean mean, they show a preview for next week's episode and they're they're going stand-up paddle boarding oh yeah he's on a board and she's on a board and it looks like he's going paddle boarding with his daughter and that's See? what they will endure, uh, you know, yeah. their whole life. Yeah. Is oh, is this your daughter? No, it's my wife. And then everyone's gonna look at him like, uh, oh, you're a fucking pervert, you know? It's and she talks about that with her mom as well, like all the stuff her mom has to go through with judgment because people see her and her mom and think mm-hmm. that it's a little girl that her mom is allowing to wear these grown up clothes and have tattoos. Oh, I didn't think of that and so she says people will go up to her mom and be like what are you thinking with your little girl and letting her do all this oh i didn't think of that so all the people around her kind of deal with that kind of thing too with all the judgment of like what are you doing with your little girl and they're like actually she's a 23 year old woman i mean this show 
I find it boring. I mean, they're trying yeah. to make the family happen and it's not going to happen. It's not an Alex family. Okay. They're no Alex family. They're no Alex family. So yes, this is a show, Kate, that should have been a one-off. Yep. Like, you know, our Jotti, yep. it should have been a one-off. There's no reason for the season apart from the reason is, is that TLC knows it's going to make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say it's like toddlers and tiaras. They know who's going to be watching the show. Sorry. Ooh. They know who's going to be watching. They know. I so did. I did have that thought. I'm like, uh, there are probably men who'd be like, oh, this is my loophole to absolutely be able, you know, like absolutely. they would find her to, they would find her to be a loophole. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So that this is going to go on for many seasons everyone is this is going to go for many seasons i don't need to talk about it anymore no i i we literally just gave it like five minutes and gave the other (laughs) shit but this is what happens though there are some shows that are just not they're just not gonna it's not gonna cut it and some shows are going to be outstanding that's just what it is you know yep yep so what's your rating rate of uh a hundred same yeah i agree i agree all right, let's go on to the good stuff. I had to just pull up our wheel of shame there. I didn't even have it up. So let's uh, let's uh, mosey on over to the wheel of shame. All right, we're at the wheel of shame. So, hey, you get, guess, you get to, if you could pick one show this week, what would you like the wheel of shame to give us? Um, uh, Love off the grid. I Okay, I really like that suggestion. Let's go on in and spin this wheel of shame and see what we get. Three, right. two, one, spin. Come on. We have a lot on here. Oh, God, what if we get Sister Wives after I've been talking about that for so Oh! Is it Sister Wives? It's Love Off the Grid? I am going to take a photo of this and put this on our Instagram. It is love, hate. Guys, we spin an actual wheel. I'm taking a photo of it now. Oh. It was love off the grid. Kate, hang on. I need to. I I need to see your face. It's love off the grid. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I probably screamed in that microphone. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna That's cry. That was so that weird. is spookadake. What if we get what if we get Alaskan women looking for love next? Then that's it. We're buying a lotto ticket. Like that's yeah. insane. Um, so guys, we've <sighs> already got an amazing one. Love off the grid. Yeah. Yes, Kate. I'm sure we're gonna be watching all of that. All right, guys, first show is Love Off the Grid and some spookiness with that. Holy shit, Katie Kate. Should Woo. I say another one? Sister wives. Yeah. Okay, all right. Three, two, one. Let's spin for our next show. If this is Lasker Women or Sister Wives, <laughs> I'm gonna jump out. Okay, it is not. It is Ew. Uh, this okay, we can't have it all. Outdoored. Um, it's gonna be some guy with like ten daughters. So <laughs> it is what it is. We we can't the wheel of shape has been so good to us, Kate. So good to us. Okay. I mean, it'll be like this week. We'll probably spend most of the exactly. time on love off the grid, and then at the end, we'll be like outdaughtered, lots of daughters. Uh, yes, exactly. Two out of uh, two out of six hundred. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, guys, next week we've got outdoored and love off the grid. Kate, this has been some show. You're gonna have to watch 
the whole season of Love Off the Grid. I'll watch it. And the only thing I'm worried about, and you may need to give me a heads up, um, listeners, you know, um, I'm a vegetarian. I'm all about animal wear, animal, um, animal protecting animal. Can we speak protect animal activacy? tonight let's start that again listeners you know that uh i'm a vegetarian (laughs) i care about animal rights there we go and animal welfare and i'm an advocate for animals there we go um but kate i'm worried that this is like that naked and afraid i've heard that naked and afraid they like kill they kill animals from survival and stuff Uh, are people it's not it's not so much like hunting animals it's more like burning man guy tries to open a homestead and uh start a cult you know it's like oh that i'm in but yeah but you're sure they're not doing any hunting or you're not sure i don't remember it but i'll have i'll like kind of glance over it and warn you yeah because they that's not gonna work for me but but i am very kate you've been going about this show for a while so i am really excited all right guys we have a two shows for next week before we go we are going to plug main thing that's easiest is go to our instagram tender loving care podcast we have a link tree in there that goes to our patreon it um which is only five bucks a month guys five measly bucks a month and you get an extra show from us uh 90 day fiance the the single life but that is ending so we are having a new show popping up which we will discuss with you next week but i would get in on patreon now you'll get the backlog of all the shows we've done so far um also go to our show notes right now check out our show notes that has a link to everything we've discussed all of our all of our social media all of the patreon stuff and then especially our etsy stores guys it is christmas kate and i both have etsy stores and we need you to go do both i'll do a little plug for mine then kate can talk about hers um mine is pop culture heaven it started all about the housewives do you want to see classic scenes of lua count sorry countess luan de lesseps <laughs> in a bush in mexico yes you do do you want it on a tote bag yes you do so go over to my etsy store it is a brit in the sun a b r i t in the sun that is my instagram handle as well a brit in the sun tons of housewife shit i mean everything you could ever want to do with housewives you will find on my etsy store go now i have 30 percent off for this week um so go and check that out and you get free shipping when you have orders over i think it's 35 dollars so christmas rush is starting go on there order everything for your mates and then you are done kate talk to us about your etsy store sure so my etsy store is called kate marie art co and i have things on there um relating to uh drag race and um tlc and lgbtqia plus stuff fried fun things um so go there i sell a lot of hats that's been my thing like the sort of like dad caps um and yeah just digital downloads art prints things like that kate marie art co 
Perfect. And as we say, we have both links to our Etsy stores in the show notes. So check it out now. Click on it, go and like some stuff, purchase some stuff for Christmas. All right, guys, we have a show for next week. Thank you so, so much for bearing with us on this very, very long show. We love you all. Go and tell people about the show. Um, post about it. Follow us on social media. We love you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.